previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. Someone wanted to beat you up and you you said, hang on a second, let me get my buddy out of my trunk. Right. Right. That's what happened. And he was like, okay, sure. He followed me outside and he's like, oh, now you're by yourself. And he was like basically ready to swing. And I'm like, hold on. What did you do? And now there's a pissed off guy. (laughs) Did you dance with the wrong person? Like what happened? Like how did that happen? Probably. Probably. (laughs) You know, you know us French people. Oh, the name like LeBlanc. I mean, why not? Like LeBlanc. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Hey, Littles. Littles. Roxy. Chuck. Jam-packed. Jam-packed. Jam-freaking-packed. Again. So we all know what that means. It means we are in store for a fantastic five mediocre minutes. Squared. Did I use that right, Dina? You're welcome, Dina. Are you proud? (laughs) Good for you, Roxy. Yeah, so this is a special one. Let's just get right into it, Roxy. Please welcome to the podcast, Jamie Julian and her delightful husband. The incomparable Robert Robert Berg. Hey, guys. How's it going? Oh, it's terrible. But thanks for asking. (laughs) Barely gets at the end of each day. (laughs) I can't already, Roxy. I know. I know. (laughs) Jamie, we've been getting... Okay, so to bring you up to date with everything, okay, we now almost basically have a new audience for the Loyal Littles podcast, which is fantastic, obviously. But I don't know if you've heard, we've got a few shout outs on the big show and it's the audience has expanded. Let's just put it that way. And then people have now been going back, going back. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten so many emails about Jamie's episode. (laughs) (laughs) And Robert. Uh And uh, one of them said, wow, that Rob can really talk, huh? And I was like, (laughs) You have no idea. Now, Rob, I don't know if you remember, but the raw footage, which I always joke about this. I say, if we ever got like a Patreon page, we could release the tapes. Right, right. Do you remember, Rob? I mean, we haven't talked to you on the podcast in over almost two years now. Almost two years. Almost two years. Mm -hmm. We had the best time. That was the first time this happened. Rob, I think we talked for three and a half hours. It was four hours. Four. Yeah. At one point, I had to bring him a meal. Yeah, right. He was like about to pass out. Like, yeah, it went on a long time. Yeah. And then we have Jamie, who just right out of the box, just tells you how it is. Yep. yep. Now, do you want to reintroduce everyone where you're from, Jamie, just in case? Oh, no. No one needs to. No. I'm just, I mean, I'm from, like I said, it's a shithole town. <laughs> don't ever go there. Don't ever go there. <laughs> you go there. But crying out loud, don't drink the water because it smells like rotten eggs. Oh, gosh. It tastes even worse. Ugh. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. Noted. Noted. Information for right. life. <laughs> right. So what's been new with you all? How's it been going? Um, you mean besides the suicidal thoughts? And- <laughs> oh, geez. Well, Rob, one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on was because you have a new album coming out, right? Yeah. If I ever finish the revisions. <laughs> yeah. That's been stressful. Jason wants to kill probably just me. I mean, Luke is... <laughs> but, this album, a lot of the tracks, he had the music beds done. I mean, some of them, the earliest ones, last November. Wow. He wow. basically had the tracks mapped out. Now, he's enhanced it, and he's recorded and rearranged some stuff. But I would say almost every song, well, no, we had some new ones over the summer that he added, because that's how he rolls. But, yeah, we're way past due. Our original goal was to release this in early June, because it was going to be a summer album. Mm-hmm. Oh. And and now we're not even going to hit our November 1st deadline. He was supposed to be mixing right now. Uh. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so we're still working through some tracks. We're hoping that it is released in November. Okay. okay. Now, we're just as bad but, as you are with this. So just in case, let's tell everyone what the album is and who you are, you know, like what the group is. Well, okay. So uh, it's uh, Luke Overby, Jason Fuse, myself, and an AI interface. Mm-hmm. I don't know how... Jason describes it, but Rochelle Octavia Bainbridge of Tottenham is the fourth member of our group. Okay. And, um, and she's a hell of a singer, although she's not necessarily singing any of the tracks on the album for legal reasons. I have to say that. And the, okay. The group is called the Diane Kruger effect. There you go. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm drifting. Our first album was released four years ago. E pluribus quattro. And our second album tentatively is titled New Life Smell, 12 Songs to a Bettering You. But it might be called something else by the time it comes out. Okay, fair enough. So, And just in case the listeners are interested, that is Luke Oberbay, episode 44, Roxy? 44. And Jason Fuse, episode 20. 
Yes. So if you want to go back and check out their episodes, make sure you do that. They're great interviews. Uh-huh. And yeah, the Diane Kruger effect is back. I mean, I can't tell you how great it was to see those posts on Twitter after you, it was, was it last week you got songs played on the big show, right? I think it was last Monday. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think it was last week. Yeah. 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 Well, and I was going to say, here's the thing about like these deadlines and whether you make them or not based on the popularity of your group, I think regardless of when it comes out, it will be worth the wait. And the littles will be so excited, regardless oh, of yeah. when it happens. Make, so, well, there's only really about twelve people that seem to be really, truly <laughs> interested in in the music. Yeah, and most of them are in the Discord. So, but we all want to just be done with it at uh-huh. this point. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, or we just want to. Do that. It's but a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it's also been dragging on a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, what is the, the Hemingway quote? You have to write the books that you have in you or the stories you have in you before they go bad or something like that. And anytime that you just hang around yeah. with an artistic project, you just lose some of the energy and it just starts to dissipate. Sure. So you're saying this album now spells like Eldorado Springs tap water? It's not like there yet. <laughs> it's not there yet. I was going to say that reminds me of planning our wedding. So yeah. multiple weddings. Yeah, it can yeah. be like that. Yeah. So anyways, we're just, we're ready to just get this thing out into the world and be done with it. Sure. And then Sully from Boston will be off your ass too, I'm sure. So that'll yes. be good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sully's one of the 12. Yeah. 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 <laughs> towards the top of the 12. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. I think he brought your book to Summer of Littles to read out of it, so that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Are you serious? I believe so. Not this year. Oh, the, that's tremendous. Last year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they had lots of books. They had the Louise Gluck book. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were reading poems. They mm-hmm. were reading out of the, Yeah, I believe so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, you two, we hope you'll play along. We have this sure. little game here. Now, what happened was when we interviewed you back in the day, we didn't have our really our established our established podcast flow. We were still in our growing yeah. pain stage. And so we finally we now have these we asked you a few, but we have these extensive list of fun dumb questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To the point Bring where a lot of the listeners were really like Bobby Godfrey, he lost his freaking mind. He was like, Wait, I didn't get to answer any of these great questions. <laughs> so he would randomly start <laughs> writing in. And like this is my answer for this one. Like, we'll just read that on the air. Yeah. Just in case you want to know, Bobby's I forget. Very enthusiastic. Yeah, I mean, anyway, so Claire Natola, who we all know, of course, she decided to do this. Episode one. Episode one. Come on, (laughs) everyone knows that. But she kind of put this little game together for us, and we've been doing it for months now, but we've saved the last question, okay? Specifically. Specifically, because we've been waiting for something like this to happen with a five-meter, because here's what happened. Chuck just was terrible at this game. I think Uh I've gotten one out of the ten, maybe two. Roxy was on fire in the beginning. She went like four for five. I was probably like 50-50. But now you've kind of like gone down. (laughs) So now what we've decided to do is every time if we have a five mediocre minutes, we're going to play Stump the Guest. We're we're idiots. We'll play along. Okay. All right, so here's the game, okay? Because I, I don't think you guys quite... We're going to ca- try to catch you up on this. Okay, so we're just going to read you a question. We're going to give you three answers. And then if for bonus points, this doesn't really count. For bonus points, if you can just off the top of your head... Be like, randomly oh, that's think, so-and-so. That's that got to be Bobby Goffrey. Right. That's got to be, okay? Right. And then if you can't, which you probably won't be able to, that's understandable, we'll give you the three littles who responded to this. And then you have to like match, match the- which one said which mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Now, it's okay. up to you. You can play together or you can play separately. It's yeah. up to you. We're going to play together because Rob needs help. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, maybe. We'll see. All right. So, the question is, if you could live in any TV home, which would it be? Now, why don't you all answer that first? Because we didn't get to ask you that no. question. That's right. Ooh. Hmm. And it can be a movie home, too. I should have yeah. said that. My home, I want to live in the Gilmore Girl house <gasps> because I want to be one of Lorelai Gilmore's kids. Or Me maybe I too. want to yeah. Best friend, maybe? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I want to be like the cool Lane. Because Lane, let's be honest, kind of sucked. But yeah, she right. was a drummer, so that's kind of cool. See, I don't know any of this. I don't know the Gilmore <laughs> Girls at all. And the logical follow-up question is, do you want to live just in the house, or do you want to live with the cast? Oh, with the cast. Yeah. 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 All right, Rob, what do you got? Well, she's my wife, so I have to live in that house. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> well, Roxy, wait, what? I don't know. Okay, I you guess I'm... two homes. <laughs> Okay. 
still probably would need to live with Jamie. So Stores Hollow is a good place to live. Yeah. Seems like it'd be I love that you said probably need to. <laughs> right. Okay. Gotcha. That's great. Okay. Well, the answers we got from our littles was the Walton's home, mm-hmm. Quincy the coroner's houseboat. Now, that's an interesting one because a lot of people never took that into effect. A, a bunch of people have said the Hawaii Five-0, I think, because they're in Hawaii. Right. Taking in the location as the factor of where yeah. the house is. So yeah. they got okay. like a double dip there. Right. Anyway, and then the third one is, wait. What? I swear to you, I did not see this before I... I, I is it Gilmore Girls? It's the Gilmore Girls home. <laughs> I love a house with a wraparound porch, it Absolutely. says. Absolutely. Okay, this, oh. I just blew this up. This sucks. <laughs> Well, oh, maybe, maybe you'll be able to guess. Do you have any idea? Can you like sit there and say, Dina in Damascus w- it wants to live in the Walton's home? Just random people. And no, Jen Babish did not play because she, who? <laughs> who? Uh, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like Jen's answers. I don't think she wants to live on a houseboat either. Well, first of all, who's Jen? I, we, we don't know a Jen Babish because oh, right, we haven't met yeah. her yet. So, you know, I mean. Why don't you give out her episode number? Wait. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, she wanted to come on. We just ran out of time. That's what happened. Yeah. N- nothing jumps out at me. How about you? Do you do any of these feel right to you? I do like a wraparound porch. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so you're you're hooked up. All right, so I'm gonna guess Jamie with the Lorelei house. Well, no, she hasn't played yet. She's playing now, so oh, she she can't okay. be one of well, the answers. But that's a good I, guess. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna have any idea. Okay, okay. yeah, all not right, Jason so or Luke. Have... I don't know what the Waltons' house is. Okay. Uh, okay, well, I if you don't... if you watch Gilmore Girls, the Waltons' house is actually in Gilmore Girls later in their what? series. They transform basically the Waltons' house. The exterior into the Dragonfly Inn. What? Yes, that's no a fact. Way. They did. It's the same exterior of the house. Mm-hmm. Okay, my loan. Yeah, I was gonna wow. say information for life. Yeah, yeah. Rob, can we can we get that into one of your songs? It's so cute. Like, how does that mm-hmm. work? Right. Mm-hmm. We cannot. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> All Very right, little so, Gilmore Girl content. Yep. Okay, yep. yeah, right. We, we have enough. <laughs> this is, I swear, I'm, I feel like an idiot. I did not look at these answers before we asked That's you the okay. question. Okay. That's amazing, though. So we have the Walton's home, Quincy the Coroner's houseboat, and the Gilmore Girl's home. The littles in question are Rob Colpine, Eric Londrigan, and Claire Natola. <laughs> now, you know all of them, right? Have you met them all? Yes, I've met them all. Yes. I've spent time with all of them. Let's go with Claire for the houseboat. Okay. Because I almost said that, but I was like, they wouldn't give me Claire. That that would be unfair. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Eric to the Gilmore Girls house. You have to be. And then I'm gonna. I guess I'll go Rob to the uh, Walton's house. Okay. Okay. Now Rob. Agree, Rob. Do you feel like these are the right? The I was right gonna say to go? we're gonna ask, and we also we're gonna give you our answers in a second. Yeah. And then if okay. we persuade you. We're going to give you an option to change your answers. All right, Roxy, what do you got? Okay, so I'm a little bit different. I have Eric Londrigan with the Walton's house, Rob Colpine with the houseboat, and Claire Natola with the Gilmore What do you mean a house. little different? That's completely different, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay. That's like <laughs> not one match. You mean not the same at all. Right, right. <laughs> now, with me, this sucks because I always let this happen to me. And yeah. there's oh, right. actually an episode called Go with your gut. I don't remember which episode number mm-hmm. it was, but because this is how I always let people talk me out of my initial thoughts because I hear your answer and I'm like, oh, like, and you just did it, Jamie, because I was like, oh, Eric, I would have said Eric something else like the Walton's home life. Is that what you said? That's what I said. Yeah. And now, but I kind of like Jamie's answer okay. with the Gilmore girls. So go with your gut, Chuck. Well, I'm going to go Claire Walton's home, Rob Colpine, Quincy, Houseboat, and then Eric. Gilmore girls. Jamie, if you screwed me up i don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen my job. all right now have well, we persuaded you at all why. really i do want to say just for my reasoning behind claire on the houseboat is because then if it's a houseboat can it i mean it can be a boat right like right. then she doesn't she can just travel and live i don't know time. that's true i'm not sure mm-hmm. i don't remember that i used to love I watching quincy but i don't remember the actual houseboat so i don't know if it was one of those that you could just up and move i assume you must be able to right but I've seen these places that, like, they're just floating houses. They're not really boats. Yeah. So I don't know. I've seen both. All right. Anyway, so did we persuade you? Did Roxy persuade you in any way? Are you staying with your answers? I'm no. I like my answers. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here we go. We're opening the envelope. She's it is really a... 
try to persuade us. She just guessed different things. Oh, well, that's did. true. But, you know, sometimes it gets in your head. Robin. It's like, oh, that's a different okay. idea. I like that, you know. All right. <laughs> it's a sealed envelope. I'm opening the envelope. So we didn't even know the answers beforehand. Nope. All right. Okay. All right. I already <laughs> forgot what they said. But anyway. All right. Here we go. Ooh. The Walton's home. Rob Colpine. Ah. Yes. Quincy, yes. the corner's houseboat. Claire Detola. Ah. Gilmore Girls. Ooh. Eric Lonergan. I was so nailed wrong. It. You nailed it. I believe it. you had that. Wow. That was I awesome. I did. Now, the good news is <laughs> that the, the best part about this is thanks to Jamie, Chuck actually got one of these right. Yeah. There so you go. You, I beat Roxy this round. You that has sure never did. happened. You that sure has did. never happened on Stump the Host. We'll, we'll shout welcome. it from the rooftops. <laughs> Roxy needs some practice. So, I mean, unfortunately, this is that's it. That's the quiz. We had 10 questions. Yep. Thank you, Claire Natola, for putting this whole thing together. I mean, how much time that must have taken I know. to then You're- reach it back out to these littles and say, hey, you didn't get asked this question on the podcast. What would your answer be? And then to take all the data, right. put it together. She literally, Jamie Robb, she put these in envelopes, sealed envelopes, got them all to us. Put and them in the order in which we were to ask. Yeah. And- I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. So thank you so she much. It the right way. Yeah. She always does everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And thank you two for being good sports and playing along. Yeah. And congratulations. We'll Dominate. Get a, we'll get your prize out to you ASAP. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, we've got lots of prizes oh, now. Oh, that's right. That's right. So anyway, <laughs> you two, it's so great to hear your voice. <laughs> it's fun to not be sitting at my desk thinking about whether I should quit or flip over my computer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, out the window. So this is way better than what I was doing. Well, so we're glad you. we got to break up the day for you. Little's helping Little's right here, right. I think. Right. <laughs> Seriously. And, uh, you know, quitting your job, not necessarily the worst thing in the world. Yeah. As I've been told yep. by many people. Yep. So anyway, <laughs> not encouraging it. I don't know your situation. <laughs> no peer uh, pressure. No peer pressure. Right. And Rob, good luck with the album and everything. And obviously, oh. as soon as you guys are ready... Give us stuff. We'll promote it. We'll okay. we'll buy a copy. Give it away as a prize for something. And um, oh, don't anything. do that. To, that's I mean, unless it's a punishment. <laughs> what we the loser? Do the loser gets a prize. No, I'm just kidding. Does not really, I think, resonate with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's beyond niche. It's it's sub niche. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I saw quite a bit of chatter on the Twitter feed. But, you know, they were excited that they got to hear new DKE stuff. So yeah, and people yeah. can be surprisingly supportive. So don't be putting your album down. Audience will be your next round of groupies. That would well, be cool. Uh, okay, group, not groupies. groupies. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I forgot what that word meant. Just like I apparently think... nobody knows what the word streaker it, means it, anymore. It's either. half a dozen forty-year-old men that like what we do. Oh, that's, then, that's all it is. You know what? Whatever you like. Yeah, I'm not going to judge. I mean, he can't really have groupies if he's living in the Gilmore Girls' house, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> and Jamie, I heard you throw that in. I didn't understand that either. The whole streaker thing. What was that? Made no so, sense. Okay, well, so actually, KJ retweeted something recently yeah. about a streaker that had gotten totally jacked up. I don't remember who hit him, but he jumped onto the field during the Rams game. Yeah, I the think Rams it was, 49ers. Yeah. Oh, and got laid thing. out. Yeah. Yeah. But they, the, she retweeted it, and the, but the person who she retweeted it from called the person a streaker. Right. Like, oh. Don't we all know what streakers mean? Streakers have to be naked. Yeah, it was right. fully clothed. And that came up in. But other people referred, like, I know, but that's football but pundit. It's not. It's not a streaker. You has gotta be naked. naked. Is like a Gen Z that. thing because they get a lot of things wrong. <laughs> maybe, or maybe they just don't know. You know, there's certain things. True. You can't know True. everything. But I just want to say, for the record, that if if streakers have to be naked, that's all. Absolutely. <laughs> Didn't they watch the Oscars back in the '80s? Was that the '80s? I don't remember when that was. Anyway, <laughs> I want to keep things legit. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Right. Well, listen, you two, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come back on and say hello and play Stump the Host. Yeah. That was fantastic. You're pros. You might have to come back on soon. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Roxy, how much fun are they? Always, always fun. I mean, Littles, they're even more fun in person. Oh, yeah. It's just. I'm so glad we got to meet them, even if it was just for a briefer time. Yeah, it wasn't. We didn't get much time, but Mm -hmm. we did get to finally meet them in person. Yep. And uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Got a great picture of trading smiles. Trading smiles. Yes, because Jamie and I are always so smiley. Oh, and I tried to, I did a couple of the pictures. Maybe we'll have to post one of those. I did the whole Robert Berg face. Oh, and yeah. And if you know, you know, Littles. The smolder, the, the, right? Is that is, what it is? I, I, get, I don't know if you call it that, but yeah, that's, <laughs> anyway. Roxy, so much to get into. Don't worry, Littles. We'll come back in the last segment with your emails and sort of a new segment. So we'll tease that. Oh, right. 
right. I mean, it's sort of. Not really. We've done this before, but not with this person. We'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Didn't want to tell you no. There's no other place to go from here. From here. Water wells behind my eyes. I don't want to say goodbye. You're here. You're here. But I did everything I could. Yeah. being played in this episode by Jan Klaus, and this song is called Pilot Light. Now, we've played Jan's stuff in the past. He tours extensively. He plays here in New York City a lot. He's all over the place. You can find his stuff wherever you buy all your digital music, but the best place to find all his stuff is on his website, janklose.com. That is J-A-N-N-K-L-O-S-E.com. And as always, we'll play the full song, Pilot Light, at the end of the podcast. I go, but I wish I could change the rules. And I don't wanna All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, good friend of the podcast. Oh, yeah. That's what I'd for like sure. to say. I hope he agrees. But we consider him a good friend of the podcast. You've heard him before, but we're now doing our full interview. Please welcome to the podcast, Jake Hafner. Hey, Jake, how's it going? Hey, how are you? What's going on? Lots since we last saw you. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> obviously, any loyal listener will know that we've actually met because we were at La Cheeserie Night, which mm-hmm. we will get yeah, back to, yeah. I'm sure. But we never got to do the full Jake, is right. how we've said this in the past. So why don't you take a quick second, <laughs> take us way back, take us where you grew up, you know, where you went to school, stuff like that. Introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Yeah, my name is Jake Hafner. I'm born and raised here in Syracuse, New York. My family has a bar and restaurant that uh, has been in the family for 50 plus years now. I run that. And yeah, I went to school here in Syracuse. I went to college here, not at Syracuse University, but at a community college. I went there for a few years and then uh, fell into the family business. Now, when you went to college, what did you major in? Film and television production. What? Actually. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to make movies. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah, life has a way of going in different directions. And- yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, growing up, you know, obviously, as a kid and teenager, you saw this was a family business. Is that something that you kind of thought maybe you would want to get into? or? Um. Yeah, I mean, I obviously grew up in it. I mean, yeah. I spent pretty much my entire life in a bar. Right. <laughs> From when I was in diapers, you know, up yeah. in a bar and restaurant. My father owned a shot and a beer joint up north of here before he took over the business that we have now, which my uncle and my grandfather originally built the building and my uncle ran the bar and stuff for a while. And then when my dad bought it from them in, I think it was 80 or 81, that's when that turned into more of a restaurant and a bar. Gotcha. Yeah, and we've had it that way ever since. So your dad tried to, like, do his own thing first. Yeah, and he did. He was successful at that up in Brewerton, New York, which is about 10 miles north of Syracuse here, a little suburb. He had that place that he started on his own and everything. He got his feet wet in that before he bought the place off my uncle. Wow. Yeah, and that was a real kind of neighborhood bar. Right. Like kind of a, an old saloon. Nice. In the 70s and 80s, yeah. Excellent. Wow. Yeah. Now, let's go back yeah. to this movie making stuff. Now, where did that come from? Just a hobby you had growing up? Yeah, just a love of movies ever since I was a little kid. And I just always wanted to work in the film business and stuff. And I, I was, <laughs> we can go way back here, getting <laughs> some deep stuff, but I was born with a congenital heart defect which I still have. But long story short, I got a wish from Make-A-Wish back when I was, uh, I think I was like 16. So, and my wish was to go out to LA and like be a stuntman. 
So they sent me out there and I got to go behind the scenes on a bunch of movies and hang out and stuff. I went to like a stunt school and I performed in the Miami Vice Stunt Spectacular at Universal and did a whole bunch of really cool stuff. But I had had a love for movies and everything way before that. So I kind of used my wish to take advantage of that and get a lot of behind the scenes stuff. That's so cool. I mean, you know, it's for an unfortunate reason in a sense, but I mean, (laughs) so what was your favorite stunt out of all that? I got to do a high fall during the uh, Miami Vice stunt show off a uh, balcony into like some bushes after I had gotten shot because I was a bad guy. (laughs) So that was pretty cool. And do you have video of this? (laughs) No. Well, there's possibly video somewhere. Yeah. This is like, I mean, like Betamax. Sure. Right. Well, I assume there wasn't phone video, but I Yeah, no, there were no cell phones. There were no, you know, it was like the big camcorder. Yeah. And we did have one. And I know there's some still photos that are still floating around of like me in costume, but I don't remember if there was video or not. And if there is, it's buried in my parents' basement somewhere. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So was that like what you wanted to do? You wanted to be in the movies or did you also have an interest of being behind the scenes? I wanted to be more on the production side, like directing yeah. or writing. Cool. Yeah, something on that side of it. And um, I've done some writing and stuff. I did make a short film, actually, with uh, some friends of mine years ago that maybe a copy can come your way. So wait, so this is like years (laughs) after college? Oh, yeah. I ran into a friend who used to work for us at the restaurant. This is probably, oh, my God, 15 years ago or so. And she was big into filmmaking and everything, too. And she had gone to film school. And her boyfriend at the time, uh, I don't think he was her husband yet, but he was also big into film and a filmmaker and had worked in Los Angeles for a while. So long story short, she said, you guys should work on something. So I wrote a little script and we ended up shooting it over a weekend in my parents' house. This is probably in my early 20s we did this. Wow. So I made this little film, me and this friend of mine. and Yeah, this is what I love about the entertainment industry, whether it's TV film or live theater. It's always there, and there is always something to do no matter what stage of life you are at. If you have a passion for it, you can try it out, and you can get into it or get back into it. It's always there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what I love about Meet the Littles is that we had no freaking idea. No. That we've met Jake in person. <laughs> right. And we thought we were going to be talking restaurant and baseball it, and La Chiserie, fair, Chuck, which we'll we, get to. We never sent him a form because we already sort didn't, of know him. Oh, right. Oh, so we sent we him a form the first time. We and didn't so, know any of these okay, things. Okay. Fair enough. Coming into this. So this is a nice yeah. surprise. So, but that was, that must have been a nice thing after college. Like, you know, yeah. you decided to go into your family business and then you got to almost kind of live out a dream. That was, must have been kind of neat. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the wish came before all of that. But um, right. yeah, it was nice. I mean, I worked for a local television station here for a couple of years in the, on the production side. Mm-hmm. That was interesting because it was um, Channel 3 here in town. And when they hired me, they hired me and a few other people, all production people and some new directors and producers. And they then went into their lowest ratings period in their 40-year history oh, wow. because their <laughs> production value was so horrendous because they hired directors and producers who apparently had never worked in television news before. Oh, oh wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a bad it was, it was an absolute disaster every night, but it was also so much fun because it was such a complete train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a guy I got to work with who, did you ever watch the Larry Sanders show? Way back, but not religiously. So. Okay. Do you remember Artie? Mm. He was the floor director and kind of the Now you realize this is before Roxy was born. Oh, yeah. But, I was um, going to say no. I, I just I know. quiet. <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't remember it well enough to know like characters and things like that. I just know of it. Okay. Well, the one guy, I got to work with a guy who was like, if they had to model Artie's character after a certain person, it was this guy, Joe Teresi. Okay. That I had to work with. And he was just this gruff guy he was the floor director and everything for the 6 and 11 news and he had been there since it was radio and he chain smoked and he didn't give a shit and he ran all his production kids and everything he was like our boss Wow. And he was just this amazing guy to work for who didn't take any crap from anybody else at the station because he had been there, like I said, since it was radio and mm. just didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, 
I'm genuinely curious because we were talking off air a little bit as the littles know we do usually before we start recording and you mentioned you have a couple kids now I don't know if you want to talk about that but um, yeah we can talk about my kids they're, they're, okay. they're getting up there the ones almost head to college <laughs> and stuff are. and so is there an anticipation that they're going to maybe take over the business from you or do they have their own thing my daughter has she's talked about an interest in taking over the business and so she's going to business school or she's oh. in school for business right now at uh, Vermont University okay. in Burlington mm-hmm. and yeah she's talked about that and stuff maybe wanting to do that eventually take the restaurant over my son he doesn't talk about much outside of video games uh, <laughs> at this gotcha. point so <laughs> He has no plans for the future at this point. Right. But that must be, I mean, I, I'm sure you don't want to put too much pressure on your daughter, but that must be kind of cool, you know, that there's yeah, a, an interest and then, nice. you know, yeah. two that, you know, it's the first female that would want to be taking over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom has always been a big part of it, but as far as like, well, of course, yeah, yeah being the, the sole right. owner, yeah. you know, it would be, yeah, it would be my daughter at some point if nice. she decided to do it. Yeah. That's so neat. Yeah. I mean, it's, if she really wants to do it, I'm all for it. If she wants to do her own thing, I'm all for that too. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't want anything to do with it, I totally understand. It can be a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> especially working for family. Is, right. You know, yeah. Has its own challenges. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm happy with, as long as they're happy, I'm happy with whatever they want to do. That's awesome. All right, well, real quick, because we have to take a quick break yeah. already, but let's go into your fandom real quick. I mean, besides the Syracuse Mets, where does your <laughs> fandom lie? Yeah, I'm a New York Jet fan. Ooh, through and okay. Through. Okay. Yeah, the lonely Jets. Not the New York team. You like the New Jersey team. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, no, it, it's New York, the New York Jets. <laughs> Who play in Who New play Jersey. in New Jersey. Okay, well, gotcha. Then the Giants are New Jersey. Too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Oh, yeah, we bust on that. <laughs> I just joke about like, well, Buffalo's our only true team, and they're actually pretty good now. They so. are pretty true. good. So, yeah, Buffalo's great yeah. this year. Could be the year they finally but get anyway, that Super Bowl. So, now, are you a New York Mets fan as well? Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a football and right. college basketball guy. Oh, okay. I like baseball. Baseball for me was always kind of, you know, wake me for the World Series. Right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate baseball. I like it. I like going to a game every now and then. I will watch it, but really, you know, just the World Series, I, I can get into that. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, assuming Orangeman fan or... Oh, God, yes. Syracuse. Oh. Yep. Football's under... Our football team is actually, what, 4-0? Oh, wow. Okay. Right now. It's pretty incredible. Our, oh, our football team sucks. <laughs> We've sucked for years. Yeah. We're terrible. But this year, we're doing pretty good. And we got what should be a walkover coming in this week with Wagner. Oh. I don't even know if they're a D1 school. Uh, careful. But, uh, they're um, coming in. That's where Roxy went to college. Yeah, but I, oh, I, no. I paid zero attention. Maybe I went we should to, have a little side bet here. I went to one homecoming game, and all of my friends wanted to stay in the parking lot and drink. I wanted to go watch the game, but since no one else wanted to go with me, I was stuck in the parking lot with everybody else, and I was so bored. Oh, no. And there were, they are like uh, Division One AA or something? Yeah, I don't know where they're at now, but at the time they were Division One AA, yeah. which, again, oh, I have God. no idea, but... <laughs> Yeah, so you should kick so their butt. A, so wait, is Wagner, is that a New York school? I don't even know where yeah. Wagner yeah, is. Yeah, Staten Island. Staten Island. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now, do you ever play so, Hartwick? Yeah, I don't believe we've ever played Hartwick. Because <laughs> okay. I love that I every year. Does Hartwick have a football team? Yes, finally. They didn't when I went to college there, but they do now. We're, oh, okay. It's Division three all the way across the board now. We mm-hmm. used to have a Division one soccer team, but mm-hmm. now since I've gone there, they've now gone down to Division three, and all the teams are... And that and, means they've gotten worse. Well, right? it's not that they're worse. They just don't have the, I don't know what it's, I'm sure it all has to do with money. Yeah. But I just bring that up because I think it's funny every yes. year, Tony, you know, well, usually it's actually Nigel who brags when Binghamton beats Hartwick, Hartwick. and Tony's Hartwick, the one that right. mans up and says, come on, man, division three, mm-hmm. stop, mm-hmm. stop. You know, he's like, we should kill them, <laughs> you know? And that's like the one win they always get for sure. That's the basketball team, though. So, because I don't think Binghamton right, has right. a football team, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, well, listen, we have to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And Littles, we are here with Jay Kafner, who is our new best friend because we spent some really fun times with him up at the Syracuse Mets game. Let's continue. But he's kind of an arch rival now that he's 
downplaying Wagner College. Oh though, right? no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it was it was just my ignorance, not knowing that. Uh, you know, yeah, that where we went to college, you should have done your homework, sir. Nah. Before you come on, I, the I damn don't really podcast. Broadcast I, know, I know. I don't really broadcast. <laughs> Me and homework have never been. A, yeah, I was going to say us so. either. Clearly, so <laughs> let's get into the fandom now. I mean, we all know. I think most listeners know that you were the mastermind. You were the one that thought of this crazy idea of quote lachiserie day or night, whatever night. we night. Okay, so but, it started off as day. Yeah, it start, that's what I thought. Okay, okay. okay, and then it went to night. And then, and then I don't think there were any day games. Right, right, right. So it became a night game. But let's back up briefly, real quick. So, how did you first become a little and Tony fandom and all that stuff? I go back with Tony to the sports reporter days. Oh wow. Okay. When he was on the sports yep. reporters. Yeah. I used to love that show. And I would every Sunday morning I would make sure, you know, I was up, watch Sports Center, and then that would lead into the sports reporters. You know, what was it? Dan Jenkins used to be on there and I Tony was on there and Bob Ryan. Bob Ryan right, yeah. And every week it would be a couple different guys. Anyway, and I always loved Tony on there. And then at some point I I guess it was when Tony started the ESPN show. I discovered the ESPN radio show that he used to do when he always called it the ESPN Sports Zone. And I found the radio show and I've been a fan ever since and followed him around to his various radio stations and now ultimately the podcast okay, yeah. and streaming and everything. Yeah. So yeah, I've been a fan since back then and just absolutely love Tony and I don't know the day he retires. I don't know what know. what I'm gonna do with myself. Yeah. What do you mean? Hopefully you're going to listen to the Loyalist podcast. That's what you're going to do. No. I, uh, well, obviously that. <laughs> no, look, that's uh, A, how this kind of all started. When he would take his summers off, I was just moping around. I get it. It's well-deserved. He deserves the summer off, but mm-hmm. I'm lost. Yeah. And so yeah, that's when I would I, always get, yeah, whenever I'd hear that Billy Joel song, I would get a little misty. And yep. Like, or my favorite one was oh. One Day More. They'd always play Les Mis, One Day More, before the day before <laughs> oh he... Oh, my gosh. Right. Yep. Yes. Yep. And, but... What I wanted to get into now is, uh, the, was this La Cheeserie Night just something you came up with this year? Or is this something you've been thinking about for like a couple years and you were, just didn't have the guts to say, hey, Jason, let's do this or take us into all that? I'm sure it had crossed my mind before, mm-hmm. but yeah, I never said anything about it. But then, you know, as Jason and I have gotten more involved with podcast and him being able to, well, he's, a, he's, a, he's usually like a week behind. Mm-hmm. But, you right. know, we still talk about stuff that happens and it comes into our lives at so many different sure. points yeah. through little jokes and sayings and stuff that, you know, we're on the show that Jason and I are always joking around about and stuff that, yeah, I finally just said to him back before the season started, I was in his office for something. I don't know. I think maybe setting up our, we're on the back of the Syracuse Mets ticket. We have like a 15% off coupon. Mm-hmm. So I must have been in his office doing something with that. And I was we were just sitting there, and probably something about the show came up, and I said, we should do a Lachiserie Day. Theme night, Have a yeah. Tony Day. And um, he liked the idea, and I don't, know, I don't remember if it was that day. I think it was a couple of days later, he called me up and said he uh, put it on the calendar. It <laughs> <laughs> like the end of the year. And we decided I was going to write an email, because I had gotten some emails read previously on the show, and kind of explaining the whole thing. And I said, okay, yeah, that's fine. And I didn't want to do it too early right? because I figured it would just get lost even if it did get read. Yeah. And I think we all talked about this and Jason's talked about this several times. One thing led to another and I basically completely forgot about the email. (laughs) (laughs) And it came to about, uh, I don't know, I guess it was two, three weeks before the day. And Jason decided he was just going to write the email. And it ended up working out perfectly because his email was absolutely brilliant and Tony obviously read it and loved it and kind of made a big deal about the email. And then I followed up with an email and kind of everything followed and fell into place after that. Uh, over the course of two weeks, maybe two and a half weeks, we were able to put the whole thing together and it ended up being an awesome thing. I was able to reach out to Dan Byrne, who I think the Dan Byrne story is really funny because when I first emailed him, he basically said, oh, I'm not going to be anywhere near the area. It sounds like fun, but thanks anyway. Thanks, but no thanks. Right, and, right. Then, <laughs> and then he heard Jason's email on the show. And the, that night, I got an email back from Dan Byrne saying, screw it. This sounds like a blast. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And that's when things really started rolling after that. Yeah. And Littles, if you want to hear all about that, just go back, I'd say about five or six episodes. It's episode 168. We had both Jake and Jason on together to promote La Cheeserie Night. Mm-hmm. So that's a great episode. Yeah. And then we have Choxy Goes to Syracuse <laughs> not long after that one. And that was us, thanks to you guys, doing a live podcast, which we right. had never done before. No. That was our first ever. We'll never forget it. It was such a blast and it was such a good time. And I do want to comment really quick. I went for a run the other day and I wore my Calvert Woodley Lachiserie ah. shirt that we won for doing the yeah. gummy bear contest. Yeah. And honestly, the whole run, I was really hoping somebody would see me running with this shirt on and, and be like, yeah, Lachiserie. And I would say, I know this, Lachiserie. <laughs> that didn't happen. But yeah. maybe someday. We'll have to wear the Tony shirt more often. Well, maybe if you go running. In yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, it will eventually. It will eventually. <laughs> it will eventually. Yeah, it's got it. It's New York City yeah. for Pete's sake. Yeah. No, yeah. I was literally like, I staring yeah. people down yeah. as I was running by them. Like, see my shirt. Yeah. See my shirt. Say it. <laughs> Someone acknowledge me. Right. 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 I mean, I have a great small world story where same kind of thing, though. I sharing a dressing room right now in my current mm-hmm. show with the bass player. And he was out last weekend because he was doing a wedding. And he texts me. He's not there at the, during the matinee and right before the show. And he's like, you're not going to freaking believe this. <laughs> but the drummer in my band is a little. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah. Because he never, he didn't know anything. He knew who Tony Kornheiser was. He knows PTI. But he wasn't a little, the bass player. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he sees me working on the podcast in the dressing room all the time. He's like, are you working on that podcast again? So we've talked about it. Yeah. So he kind of knows all about it now. And he was just shocked. He was like, this is so crazy. He was like, <laughs> yeah, oh so I'm God. looking forward to it's meeting him. It's a small him. world. Yeah, right? Yeah. We're everywhere. Yeah. Littles are yeah. everywhere. So, Jake, real quick, let's take a second. Let's talk about the possibility, possibilities of a future La Cheeserie night. Is that really something that we think is going to like stick as a seasonal thing? I'm hoping so. I almost positive we'll get at least one more bite at the apple next season. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think there may be a tentative date already in place. Oh, but okay. I'm not at liberty to say yet. Okay. Uh-huh. But I think you can guarantee on it happening next year. Okay. Well, because okay. I know the littles. Almost the... guaranteed. Right, right. No, we're not holding you anything. But, I mean, the, the littles <laughs> actually, I think, want to make it a global event, like the Summer of Littles. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's another... Really? I, that's what I've heard. And I think that would be okay. interesting. My favorite comment, I posted a thing about my current show here in New York City where I said, if you're coming, blah, blah, blah. You know, here, we just opened last week. And my favorite comment was someone said, will there be a Lechiserie night? <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was like, it's not for me to say, you know, I'm just, but right, right. there was a day recently where we had like three or four or five little show up yeah. to see the show. So I was like kind of calling that Lechiserie day basically. But yeah, I mean, I think this could be almost like a summer of littles thing, mm-hmm. you know, where it could just be like a Lechiserie night all over the country maybe. But who knows? Really? But, but we'll all know yeah, that. That would be interesting. Right. But I mean, we'll all know it started there in Syracuse. Yeah. Well, because the people, I think there were a lot of people that wanted to be involved that couldn't. Right. But also, too, if they know well, there's a possibility was... for next year, they might they, be now able they have time to, plan. to yeah, start maybe. making yeah. a plan of, okay, I don't know when, but I'm going to really try to make this happen. I know people were sad that they couldn't make it. Right. Yeah, um, that's true. So. Yeah. And we're also very conscious of the summer of littles and we don't want to interfere with Oh, that. sure. Of course. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We're, right. we're planning around that. And I need to get on this, but. I need to have a Summer of Littles event at, at my your restaurant. Here in yes. yes. Absolutely. Yeah, because as far as I know, there is no Summer of, of Littles event in, in Syracuse. Syracuse. Well, then, yes. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to make that happen. DG's so, cousin will come yes. probably. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. such a great event. It was and so much fun. So smart and funny. You know, it was just everything about it was fantastic. So. Thank you for coming up yeah. with that idea. That's amazing. So <laughs> It's my pleasure. Yeah, it worked out better than we could ever have hoped. It was yeah, really, I mean, uh, and like we were just saying about getting noticed, because even Michael, I think, said on the big show how we were amazed at how many people showed up, and that was just basically with two weeks' notice. Yep. So can you imagine if they yeah, had like six no. months or a year's notice mm-hmm. or whatever? You know, it's like, yeah, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, yes. Jake, we can't thank you enough for coming on to tell your story here. As you know, we've warned you. When we came up to Syracuse, we told you we're going to have you on for the full spiel, but you're going to get some fun, dumb questions. We hope that's okay. Oh, I'm ready for it. Let's All right. It. All right. First one. Who would play you in a movie of your life? Oh, my God. Um, let's see. Let's go with Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah. We'll go okay. With him. People have said we kind of look alike. Oh, 
All right. Yeah, now, that kind of I, that, I know. that would stretch, work. Right. No, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, I, didn't say that. I, I, I might have been thinking it, know, but with, I wouldn't. With, no, I'm just kidding. Follow up. Follow up question. Who would play Jason? Yes. Who would play Jason? Yeah, because he's obviously going to oh, be in the movie. Who would play Jason? Let's see. <laughs> and Roxy, we'll have to remember to ask of... Jason the same question when yes. he comes on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember in Cannonball Run, the guy that played the doctor? The doc- I thought you were going to say Dom DeLuise. I thought that's who you're. Okay. No, no, Dom DeLuise isn't tall enough. Doctor Franken's whatever. <laughs> Doctor Von Helsing. Okay. <laughs> I believe his name. Was. I forget that. I have yeah, no idea what that actor's name is. Jason. Wow. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. All right, Roxy. What's next? Okay, something that's not on our list of questions. Oh, whoa. If we were going to oh, pop over to your restaurant, what dish oh, would question. you most recommend? Ooh, well, we're famous for our chicken and biscuits, Ooh. so you have to try that. Really? Okay. And yeah, it seems yeah, like a southern just, thing to me. No? Uh yeah, it is. But we've kind of yeah. hijacked it. And, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just became our little uh, calling card. So okay. I'd say you'd start with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we definitely have to get up there at some point. Yeah. This restaurant. Okay. Yeah, I know you guys had to run out. So yeah. Fast. No. We we it's, zoomed it's, in and zoomed out, unfortunately. Treated. Yeah. Because you guys were great. You were so nice. You're like, oh, come to the restaurant. You know, we'll have some food and la 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 and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh, couldn't take advantage. <laughs> that classic. Of it. I can't. I have rehearsal. Yeah, it's true. It's exactly what it <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, right. Rehearsal. Yeah. Oh, you know. So showbiz of you. I know. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. What group of kids would you want to hang out with the most? The kids from E.T., Goonies, Stand by Me, or the Sandlot? Oh, I'm gonna say the Goonies. Good answer. Yeah, I'm all yeah. The adventure would be yeah. Fun. Those kids seemed yeah, excellent. Cool. And you know who doesn't love the truffle shuffle? That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> now, littles out there, are we forgetting a group of kids? There must be another group. I mean, I guess we could say like the R gang kids buckwheat yeah the little rascals roxy just oh, had this look on her I face like, i've just never heard them referred to that way oh i know the, the little rascals gang. what the the, the gang. little rat that is the same thing right yeah right oh yeah absolutely the little rascals in yeah. our gang it's yeah. the same thing right? i have not heard but them she had this look on her face gang. like what the hell are you talking about yeah no you're like mm-hmm. oh years what old about the, the stranger things kids oh that's that that's, would be the most updated yeah, yeah. that would be scary crap though right i mean Roxy won't even watch yeah, that. that would be the... She's watched one episode oh. with me. I'm not oh, caught up, really sadly. Good. Oh, I know. I'm it's not a caught up. Freaky. I, I need to fit. Oh, the so scene. I shouldn't tell you they no, no. how they all die in the yeah, last episode. Well, I figured. Yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that's a given, basically. So, all right, Roxy. What's the next one? What is your favorite movie quote? Oh boy, my favorite movie quote. I, it's a quote, but it's more of um, a little page of dialogue. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the. Alec Baldwin scene in Glengarry Glen Ross mm. when he gives his speech about the prizes. You know how first place is the Cadillac, second place is says steak knives, third prize is you're fired. <laughs> but that whole <laughs> monologue that he does uh-huh. about the brass balls and everything, that is probably my one of my all time favorite pieces of movie writing. Gotcha. By David Mamet. Okay, let's see. What's the most beautiful place you've ever been? Oh, I'd say, I don't know. I'm going to say Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Hawaii is really, really beautiful. Yeah. All right, let's finish with some rapid fire. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Oh, God. Pepsi's <laughs> trash. Whoa, easy killer. Crunchy or oh, smooth peanut no. butter? Uh, chunky. Okay, perfect. Please, now, this one, are you a Van Halen fan? Uh, David Lee Roth Van Halen, yes. All other Van Halen. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, the question was going to be Dave or I'm Sammy. Old, remember? Dave or Sammy? That was the question. Oh, Dave. Okay. Dave. All right. That came from oh, a, a loyal man. listener. Hop so. The teacher, come on. Yeah. Just that. Gigolo. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm with yeah. you. I just that was uh, a question I'm from a, a loyal listener, and I wanted to sneak that one in. Okay. There. Yeah. I'm a child of the '80s, so. Gotcha. Do you want to do one, Roxy? One more. Half full or half empty? I'm gonna say I'm usually a half full kind of guy. All right. Cups up or down in the cupboard? Up. Up. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Go. Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Exactly. So let's end right there. Okay. All right, Jake. Thank you so much for coming on to Meet the Littles. It's been fun like we knew it would be. Now, take a quick second. Plug everything. I know we've plugged it before, but your restaurant, stuff like that. Uh, the name of my restaurant is Jake Hafner's, named after my grandfather and maybe a little bit me. You can find us on the World Wide Web. We're on Instagram is 
food, booze, and my Twitter is Hafner's Tavern. Right. We're everywhere. That's about it. It's okay. just a restaurant. That's all I got to plug. <laughs> it's just a restaurant. Well, thanks again. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. 100%. Now, Over. question. When you train your employees at the restaurant, <laughs> yes. whoever does that, changing stuff do they know that that's mm-hmm. how is the restaurant like that or do you do like one stall over one stall under how's that work no over All everything over. is over all right Chuck can eat it all right. <laughs> he's out of his mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well jake thanks again so much we really appreciate the time this was wonderful thank you guys so much and hopefully i'll be in the city soon and get to see you guys oh that and, would be uh, great yeah yeah maybe we'll have to get you up here uh next spring Excellent. Be up here for a ball game or something. Oh, absolutely. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. I'm Christopher Giannini from Memphis, Tennessee, and you are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you so much, Jake, for coming on and doing your full Meet the Jake. Yep. Meet the Jake. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got it's kind of what it was, yeah. finally. You know, yeah. I mean, we knew a lot about him, and we got to meet him in person first. Uh-huh. One clean up on aisle Chuck. Chuck? No, it's not me, but <laughs> none of us had it. But I just thought, I thought it'd be fun. Jack Elam. Jack Elam was what we were looking for. He is the one that played Dr. And it was Dr. Nicholas Van Helsing. And I believe Jake had that. <laughs> I'd said something like Frankenstein. I don't know. As I saw it as a younger kid and just remember him reminding me of Frankenstein for some reason because mm-hmm. uh, of his facials. He's a very good character actor. He was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He definitely would be that guy. You know, when you go, who's that guy? I've yep. seen him in stuff before. Yep. He was all over the place. Mm-hmm. Now, Roxy. Chuck. The, the question that the listeners are totally wondering, I'm sure. Oh, have boy. you ever seen Cannonball Run? No, I've seen what was the one I saw? That's cool runnings, runnings, cool, cool runnings. That's different, right? <laughs> um, I'm just gonna let that one simmer. I'm gonna let the littles just chime in with that. Uh, I'm not gonna say a word. I will say, and I think the littles will be proud. That movie is moving up on the list, Roxy, because okay. it is one of the more star-studded casts. So many cameos, like nobody's business okay. now a lot of them you probably won't know it came out in 1981 that's not true i'm an old soul no i know, I know a lot of old I, things i i know <laughs> but i'm just saying that yeah okay fair enough fair enough <laughs> we'll see i mean i we'll can't even start list. it would be disrespectful for me to just start just rambling off like four or five mm-hmm. because there's probably about 15 right and they're just as good as the you don't want to miss any right they're any just as good as the four or five mm-hmm. that i would ramble off so anyway we're well i'm on that littles i'm on that all right roxy real quick now a little cleanup just for the record uh syracuse did beat wagner this past weekend okay 59 to nothing of course let's move on of course um then real quick let's just do our fantasy wrap this is going to be real quick because we've got so much we want to get into let's see so we played each other i beat you (laughs) yeah kind of a mistake she forgot she had someone on the bench that wasn't playing yeah realize it so i felt bad but I don't did. feel bad. Well, I do because I, I want it to be fair and square. <laughs> well, there I want it to be fair and square if I'm going to beat you. Now, anyway. OK, then moving on to the guillotine league, uh, which I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It's it's sad. It's always sad when we lose someone, yeah. especially if it's someone we've met, which in this case we have. Now, real quick, we kicked butt, Roxy. We did. Well, yeah, we came in, I think it was second this week. Oh, good. Out of everyone. So we had a good week. But again, it can vary. We also were on the chopping block one week, yep. so it can happen. Yep. But anyway, sadly, we say goodbye to Jamie Armada. And it, if you feel bad for him, you should, Littles. And go listen to his episode, 153. Yeah. If you want to meet Jamie. And yeah. I don't know. Bye, it's Jamie. always by It's sad. It was, but I will say this, point three, I think was the difference. Yeah, I think so. The Monday night game was crazy. Yep. And Meredith Bootsy and him went wire to wire. Like she had two players going and they were having horrible nights. Yeah. And in like the, I think it was like the last minute or two, someone came ahead and point three. That's crazy. Wow. Apparently it was a really, I, I forget it was this, a really good game. Yeah. I forget the stat and I'm sorry, Smitty Scoop, but I think it was four yards. Mm-hmm. Like if one of her players didn't get four yards yeah. on a, one of those running plays or something or a passing catch, mm-hmm. that would have been it. She would have been out. So wow. it's crazy. But anyway, so Roxy, we don't have a lot of time here, but we did want to get to a new segment sort of 
a new segment. Yeah. So not news, new. No, a new. Well, it's not really a new segment because we've done this before. Okay. So let's just get in it, shall we? What now, Brandon? 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 Here we go, Roxy. Well-deserved what now, Brandon segment <laughs> because Littles, it is on tap. We will be meeting Brandon soon. Yep. Okay? Yep. Don't you worry. But... I, so this was my bad, actually. This is definitely clean up on Isle Chuck. I didn't read this. This came in for the last episode, and I completely forgot about it. It says, greetings, Choxy. So he's already on top of his game. Yep. Okay. Yep. I must admit, I'm totally lost with the continuity of the show because I jump around so much listening to current or old episodes. I'm not sure where the show is with food topics, so at the risk of covering a topic dead in the water... Where are we with snack mixes? Now, first of all, let's mm. go, let's dissect this a little bit. No topic is dead on the Loyal Littles podcast. No. A lot of people officially. bring back. Yeah, I mean, we'll let you know or we'll steer away from it. But a lot of people talk about past episodes and bring up things like what you put on your hot dog and pizza oh, sure. and all that stuff. So anyway, now this is interesting, Roxy, because he brings up a good topic here because you're totally into this. Assuming you feel empowered to make your own, quote, mix. That's me. What would you put in it? Exactly. Now, Roxy makes this great it's yeah. terrible for me, but she makes this great mix. So what exactly do you put? It's all nuts and nuts raisins. and seeds. And yeah, so yeah, I, I do. I'm not big on the seeds, but yeah. I do walnuts, almonds, cashews. I started doing that since Those you told good. me that you like cashews. Of course. Walnuts, almonds, cashews, pistachios. The littles I, are laughing right now because it was semi-healthy until Chuck involved the cashews. I then think. I move on to the seeds, which I do sunflower seeds and pumpkin seeds. Mm -hmm. And then I usually do either dried cranberries or dried tart cherries. And okay. then I will add chocolate chips. Oh, right. The chocolate chips. So, right. okay. So now you're just I, as guilty. When as I first making started making them, I also added flakes of coconut and I would either toast them or I would just leave them as is. Yeah. This is a but major that, project when she puts these together. It's really not. You just dump the bags in a gigantic bowl and then mix it up and then But you scoop. said something about toasting the coconut. Yeah. I kind of stopped using oh, the coconut. Oh, so you, you're slacking. Okay. A little bit. All right. Well, it Fair. evolves. It's depending on my mood. Yeah, no, it is that. really good though. Okay, so mm -hmm. he continues. Can you mix candy, spicy snacks, chips, and nuts? I mean, Chex Mix has cereal in it, so can you make a mix with Lucky Charms and Flaming Hot Cheetos? Um, what about combos? Can you mix combos? <laughs> Pringles and chocolate-covered almonds? Now, first of all, let's even just go bare bones. Can you mix combos? I don't know how I feel about that. Like, they have pizza-flavored, they have regular, original, yeah. I'm sure, and there's probably, like, tons of other flavors. I don't know, but this is reminding me of a quote that our cousin, my cousin, your cousin, who listens to the show. Nice save there, Roxy. Yeah, she told us that their saying in their house is, don't yuck my yum. So if someone likes it, oh okay, then they like it. Okay, that doesn't mean I'm gonna You're mix just trying to combos push your pineapple and things. Pizza again. That's what that's about. <laughs> I know, I know you, Roxy. All right, then he continues on the topic of cheese. Where do we stand on American cheese? Ugh. Can it be used on burger? Well, Roxy, way to spoil alert. <laughs> Can it be used on burgers, mac and cheese sandwiches interchangeably? Is it invading on cheddar's territory? I have a kid who will only eat cheddar for grilled cheese sandwiches and American on burgers. Oh. I resist intervening. Now, I don't that's that's a I get it. I don't like American cheese at all. Ever? Ever. Okay. All right. Then he says, going back to episode nine, Tony Beeson, would you buy yourself a Christmas gift? Wrap it and label it to you from you. Would you wrap it and label it from your significant other to yourself? Can this email contain more questions? Maybe I do need to send a V-mail. Brendan Borzelli, Lebanon, New Jersey, or however he says it. Okay, so I think I've wrapped a present to myself, but written it out from Santa to Roxy. Right, we'll do that. Yeah, I've done that before. <laughs> or I'll yeah. buy something. I've never done from me to me. I forgot about that. See, this is what's great about these people going back and oh, listening it's awesome. to these episodes because mm -hmm. we forget all these topics we talked about. All right. Then he says, Dear Choxy. Another one? While sending, oh, yeah. What now, Brandon? Remember, that's the segment. <laughs> right. While sending a voice memo sounds appealing, you say the email address too fast. I talk too fast. Is that a thing? Okay, here. Uh, let me. Roxy, I already know. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. 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 W T F C pod net at gmail.com you got that okay just <laughs> then he says plus this little window did he call it little he did right roxy he did little window on the web page is so inviting 
Can a V-mail fit into this? Okay, let's answer these questions real quick. You might have uh, made someone a little mad. Uh, Gina Damascus <laughs> actually heard your little request, took it upon herself without us even knowing, and went and expanded the that window. Mm-hmm. And she even said to us, she goes, would it have killed him to mention that? So it is expanded. <laughs> it is now a much bigger window for you to look into, Brandon. Yes, yes. Now, she did try to look into the voice memos, and unfortunately, that's not going to happen yet because Chuck and Roxy need a few more supporters because we'd have to alter the website and pay a lot of money for that. Mm -hmm. So it might be a possibility someday, but for right now, I forget how much, it's probably like 50 bucks a month or something yeah, like that to have yeah. that website or something, I don't yeah. know, something like that where we can then add that as a feature. Mm -hmm. So for now, Brandon, you're just going to have to send them to the good old email, email. address. Which again is WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. Or here's the thing. This is the other thing. I, now, Dina didn't even say this, but hello, just go to our website. It's right there. It's on there. Loyalittlespod.com. Then it says the email address on our website. So you could always go there and look. Copy if you and don't. paste. Yeah, copy and paste. Hello. All right. Then he says, in catching up with old podcasts, I am officially blown away. So many little, so little time. Also, I didn't really have a plan when wandering through the old pods. So I jumped around and I have lost all sense of time and continuity, <laughs> as he said earlier. Today, I left the house thinking we have two weeks until Christmas. It was a bit of a moment, <laughs> which is kind of funny. On the topic of food, eating chicken talons with a fork is totally acceptable, and here's why. And I am on board. I'm starting this by saying this. My apologies to Becca Wildsmith. Yep. That's all I'm going to say. He says, you can completely plunge and submerge the talon into barbecue sauce without soiling your fingers at all. Did you hear that, Tiny Chuck? This allows you to sample other sauces without cross-contaminating your fingers. <laughs> I'm not sure I would recommend eating chicken talons, but there is a case to be made for using a fork. Love it. Becca, that was for you. Love it. FYI, yesterday I got a slice of bacon ranch chicken pizza and I absolutely needed a knife and fork. At the end, I could have used a spoon. Maybe I can add a picture to this box so you can show people on News Channel 8. No, you can't do that. What else? Oh, I remember. I thought of another toy, a lava lamp. I'm not kidding. I can plunk a five-year-old down in front of one of those for two hours and not hear a peep. Yep. It might cause neuro damage down the road, but that's all hearsay. Gotta run. Keep up the good work. Good work? This is great work, man. Or is it mediocre? Or is it mediocre? All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I'll hang up and listen. Brandon Borzelli, Lebanon, New Jersey. I'm just going to say it different every time. Every time? Every time. Oh, just boy. to make sure we cover it correctly. So... Anyway, Brandon, thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was fun. Yeah. What a trip. Well, I don't know about fun, Roxy, but <laughs> it was a trip. Okay, Roxy, real quick. We, we're out of time, but we have a couple more emails real quick. Yep, we heard from Mike McCarthy, episode 174. He says, Chuck and Roxy, I was listening to The Mind of Micah, that's Micah Weiner, episode 174, and the discussion on whether TK show stickers were still available. I went to Summer of Littles 3.1 in Indianapolis, hosted by the Swagmaster, Rob Colpine, episode 17. And among the swag items I received from Rob were two TK show stickers. And to tie up a loose end from my show, Uranus jokes are always funny. But I would not stop at the Uranus Fudge Factory on I-44 in Missouri. My preferred candy destination is several miles to the east, Redmond's Candy Factory. Next door to Redmond's is the self-proclaimed world's largest gift shop. Mike McCarthy, not that Mike McCarthy, <laughs> episode 174. Oh, I was hoping, but I knew better. <laughs> uh, okay, lots, cool. to, lots to unpack there, but I mean, you know, that's interesting that yeah. he thinks they're funny, but he wouldn't want to stop by the fudge factory. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that'd be great. I think right. anywhere you can get fudge is a great place. That's true, too. Well put. <laughs> All right. And then lastly, we heard from Bob McWilliams, episode 171. And we haven't heard from him in a while, yeah. which I thought was weird. Well, here's why. It says, hi, Chuck and Roxy. Was buried in Station Fun Drive recently, so have fallen behind on your pod. But am catching up and enjoyed the famous DG and Brian and Micah. Doxy is a much played and recorded jazz standard, a catchy blues by the legendary tenor saxophone Sonny Rollins, first recorded by Miles Davis with Sonny on the album, first released in 1955 and covered by lots, all in capitals, of jazz artists. Oh. I had no idea. The late great jazz singer wrote lyrics to the tune and Kurt Elling, in my honest opinion, the greatest male jazz singer of now and recent decades, recorded it on an album by saxophonist Branford Marcellus. Not profound, but Doxy sounds like a very fun woman. <laughs> Here's the lyrics. Okay. I moved around a lot when I was a kid because my daddy was the traveling type. I feel like Tony here. This is interesting because okay. Tony does this at the end of his podcast. He always gets lyrics from Nigel. Uh -huh. Okay. The last thing in the world that he liked to do was to watch the box and smoke a pipe. 
oh, we lived all over the city and country, and that's the reason why I got itchy feet and I want to tell this town goodbye. The only thing I'd miss, yeah, after I'm gone, is this very special woman I know. She's got a lot of ways to get me to stay because she doesn't seem to want me to go. Ain't she wild, that doxy? She wild and foxy. And when I need to <laughs> soothe the, the sting of my traveling bug, doxy makes the highway fever go. She's foxy. Wait, I love foxy. That's a great word. <laughs> Foxy doxy. Yeah, that's awesome. But I definitely need to like actually listen to the music. Yeah. What? <laughs> I know, right? And then he says, P.S. Hot dogs, mustard, brown if possible, and onions, period. Chips in peanut butter sandwich? Really? No, really? thank you. Really? Yeah, Bob. I don't know. You might want to give that a shot. I haven't tried it yet. We had this whole discussion about... I would probably then have to switch to smooth for that because I think the crunchy peanut butter, which everyone knows I prefer, I think that would be a little too much. Well, so all I could say is don't yuck my yum. All right, Roxy. We are out of time. Tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can go to our website, loyallittlespod.com, and everything is there. Email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. The Insta, as the kids say. Everything. Yes. And thank you once again, Jake Hafner, for coming on to Meet the Littles. Thank you, Christopher Giannini, Kim Wilson, two L's. And of course, the one and only Tony Kornheiser for our bumpers this episode. And of course, thank you so much to Jamie Julian and the incomparable one. Robert Berg. For coming on for five mediocre minutes and being good sports and playing our games. Yes. And of course, remember, if you need a grip for your stick, just go to... Stickgrip.com. If you need fog-free eyewear, go to... Fogfreeeyewear.com. If you need books, where do you go, Roxy? Aaronsbooks.com. Good for you. I'm and on that's B-O-O-K-S. Make sure you use the code LLPOD. And for that one, you have to put it in the comments box at checkout for your 15% discount. But the most important part about all of this is obviously... Don't forget to... Use the code, people! Bye! I do like a wraparound porch. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> oh, you're one of those people? Didn't want to tell you no There's no other place to go from here from here water wells behind my eyes i don't want to say goodbye you're here you're here but i did everything i could yeah
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. He's out of his mind. Oh, yeah.